0: Welcome to Catholic Views. I'm your host, Renee Kranz. On today's show, Allison Konamak will be back in the studio with us. She's going to talk about—she's interning with the Lord Center now. She's still a Safe Environment Coordinator, but she's interning with the Lord Center. And she's going to talk to us about how um, it's important for a missionary disciple to also be a flourishing human being and how we might do that and what that looks like. And uh, she's also going to tell us about a program that they have called A God Who Knocks which is for everybody and anybody. So I hope you'll join us for that interview. First, we have Dr. Chris Bergwald waiting patiently Very to be patient. brought in for <laughs> biblical bites with Dr. B. Very patiently.
1: Very patiently. How are you doing, I'm Chris? just so patient. Good. How are you? Good. How are you,
0: Renee? I'm great.
1: I'm really working on speaking more clearly and slowly, but I'm- <laughs>
0: Good luck I mean, with that. Audio video. Yeah,
1: I know. Listen, we can all change. We can all change. You and change. I have talked You're about right. this before. Yes. It's, it's possible for anybody it, at any stage in life to change. It is. By the grace of God in some cases. And, and
0: especially if you have a, an awareness of the thing that needs to change. Exactly. Like
1: the speed with which I talk. Right. So, Renee.
0: Now, you don't this doesn't mean you, don't, you can't be bombastic and crazy like you usually are. Right you know now
1: there's a song that... Anyway, all right, what, what Sunday is it? What Sunday is it?
0: Oh no! Twenty eighth
1: Sunday in Ordinary Time. First reading.
0: Twenty eighth, you said. Twenty
1: eighth. Okay. First reading is from Second Kings. It's about Naaman the Syrian. Uh, about... You know Naaman. Oh, good old Naaman.
0: <laughs> it sounds like you're talking to me in the some Syrian? weird slang <laughs> my, with the nickname that my nieces and nephews have for me. <laughs>
1: So this is from Second Kings chapter five. I'll give the context here in a minute, but the reading starts this way: Naaman went down and plunged into the Jordan seven times at the word of Elisha the man of God. His flesh became again like the flesh of a little child, and he was clean of his leprosy. Naaman returned with his whole retinue to the man of God, Elisha. On his arrival, he stood before Elisha and said, "Now I know there is no god in all the earth except in Israel. Please accept a gift from your servant." Uh, and Elisha refuses the gift. Um, the rest of the reading doesn't matter. It's just the word of God.
0: <laughs> <clears throat> We're going to get comments about that. Thanks, Dr. We. People know. <laughs>
1: that I'm being facetious. Naaman uh, is a Syrian. Okay. He's not an Israelite. Right. And the Syrians were the enemies of the the Northern Kingdom well, of right. Israel at mm-hmm. the time. So this is after the Northern Kingdom and Southern Kingdom have divided. So David's grandson in the South is ruling in the South. And then um, there's there's the other 10 tribes are in the North. So there's division amongst the people, the, the Jewish, well, the Israelites. And now you've got the kingdom of Judah in the South, the kingdom of Israel in the North and above the kingdom of Israel is the kingdom of Syria. Syria. Okay. And the Northern Kingdom and, and Syria were always battling. Naaman is an army commander of the Syrians and he has leprosy. Mm-hmm. And in a raid, this is earlier 2 Kings chapter five. Um, he heard that it's possible to get healed. So he, he goes and, and Elisha tells him to um, immerse himself, dip in, bathe himself seven times in the Jordan River. He's like, well, aren't all the other the rivers in back in Syria just as good? Well, he just does it because it's the simple thing that he's told to do. Um, his servant says, hey, if he didn't ask you to do something really wild and crazy, you would have done it. He's asking you to bathe right. in this the river. This is pretty easy. Do it. <laughs> so he does it. So, What's the what's the point of this though? Jesus brings up the story of Naaman uh, in the gospels right. because Naaman is a foreigner, an enemy of God's people. And yet God heals him through Elisha, the prophet. Mm-hmm. God heals him of his leprosy. So this is already anticipating um, the time of Jesus and then the apostles when God's kingdom will be open to all peoples. Because it's, it's sort of like, um, you know, pick... Like a mortal enemy of the United States right now, I have no idea. Russia, Putin, <laughs> like it's like Putin coming and somebody and and and, and God heals our enemy and, and we're God's people or whatever and and He heals our enemy. Well, this is just showing God's desire to save everyone, not just the the Israelites. Mm-hmm. Um, so even this man, who's the army commander of the Syrians, was cleansed. And the other thing to, to keep in mind, what he's asked to do is pretty simple and yeah. straightforward. Yeah. I think we have this idea that oftentimes if God is going to do something Amazing in our lives, um, that it's going to require some sort of extraordinary effort or some who knows what it is jumping
0: through a bunch of hoops
1: on our part. And sometimes he does that because he wants to persevere, Mm -hmm. but God can do anything in an instant, right? So sometimes he just wants us to do the simple things and then he gives us his grace and his gifts as a result.
0: That's a really good reminder. Thanks a lot, Dr. B. You bet. In the studio with me today is Allison Konamak. She is back in the studio. She's been on the show before Mm -hmm. as the Safe Environment Coordinator for the Diocese, as many people know you, but she's here for a different reason today. Allison, thanks for being
2: here. Thanks, Renee. I'm so happy to be here with you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I always love when you're here because we have such great conversations. So Mm -hmm. looking forward to this one. Um, We are going to talk about, so Allison is a intern now at the Lord Center and this is a new path for her. She's still a safe environment coordinator. Uh, yeah. I guess part-time, but that was always a part of your job here. Yeah. So it was never a full-time part of your That's job. That's correct. So you're still that safe environment coordinator. So um, will you tell us what you're doing now and how the heck this happened? <laughs>
2: How the heck, Exactly. <laughs> I'm just taking new hats so I can be back on the show with right. you, Renee, every <laughs> I single know. time. I know, just to
0: keep switching it up oh, so you can come exactly. back. Exactly.
2: Here's a new hat. <laughs> um, so the same kind of core desire and area to um, just be a lifelong Catholic missionary disciple through God's love that mm-hmm. I found in my life, the motivation behind that to take the safe environment position two years ago in co- midst of COVID in July of COVID year, right, 2020, is a similar um, kind of impetus that mm-hmm. invited me— uh, just hearing from the Lord in prayer, and my own desire, and my own experiences in life, just really wanting to work in in an integration between a life of prayer and faith mm-hmm. and a human flourishing. Right. Um, and so, I was able to um, even when I was being hired on, I talked a little bit about this with with Twyla and Matt here at the Chancery, a desire to pursue mental some mel- mental health and and to go to school. Um, one of the interesting things is that a lot of dioceses in the United States. A requirement of the position I currently have is to be a licensed social worker or to have a credential in the mental health field. I didn't know that. Naturally. I mean, you would for child abuse and neglect, curriculums, tracking, um, reporting, relating with victims, caring for them. Um, So a lot of my counterparts, if I go to conferences or reach out to people, they do have that background. So I was able to, um, praise God, I'm a student right now through Catholic University out of Mm -hmm. D.C., I can do work completely online. That was one of my non-negotiables. I'm not leaving this uh, <laughs> Sioux Falls nope. diocese, especially for DC. No. Super A plus. <laughs> no, I do not. This is this is home, and so that was a wonderful option to do completely online and a wonderful um, kind of where my need for internship and a Welcome by the Lord Center came together. That I was able to do my internship. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first year is heavy on internship as well as second year in this graduate program. And so here I am, um, working both in the Safe Environment Office and getting also just loads of beautiful experiences through the Lord Center right, right here in right. Archives.
0: How long before you'll be? This is a master's degree. You yes, said.
2: May of 2024. Okay. Finishes school. That's not too bad. But provisional license goes for at least another year. Okay. So there's like a modified, kind of like your driver's license when it, they went into like graduate. You get your learner's license. permit? I totally get my <laughs> learner's permit. So then do you actually
0: do counseling during that year where it's in the provisional? Absolutely
2: do. Okay. And in fact, during internship, they're starting oh. to walk in that direction as well, which is, um, yeah, a glorious timidity, but... <laughs> desire. You know, one of those
0: like, can I do this? Yes,
2: Yeah. 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 Aware of my own limitations. but Knowing you,
0: I bet there's a lot of prayer
2: behind that. A lot of prayer behind that. Yeah. 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 A lot, a lot of prayer.
0: Very good. Um, Okay. So one of the things you wanted to be able to talk about today was how the Lord Center is responding to the diocesan vision. Um, So can you kind of talk about that a little bit? I'm not sure where you want to start, so I'll let you kind of start wherever you want to.
2: Yeah. The the diocesan vision is to be a lifelong Catholic missionary disciple through God's love. A lot of times when we think discipleship or making disciples of the nations, like, I don't know about you, but my brain goes to when I catechize, that's what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. When I'm active at my parish, when I'm somehow witnessing, like I I was out on the, um, for the pro-life walk this past Sunday, right? Out witnessing there I am making disciples. I'm doing some Catholic churchy God thing. (laughs) And we know, I mean, all of us know it's a, Being a lifelong Catholic missionary disciple through God's love is something that happens that is a permanent state. Through my Mm -hmm. baptism, I've been commissioned. I am a lifelong Catholic missionary disciple through God's love in the grocery store line when I'm sweaty and wanting to be left alone at the gym. And, (laughs) you know, when I'm not at my best, when I'm zoned out driving home from work, processing my day, I'm a missionary, a disciple— in that moment, and I'm called to. And so, what areas, what areas of my life has God? I have not. Have I not begun to allow God to um, help me to be present to mm-hmm. through the grace of my baptism? Through a letting Him in and b remembering who I am. That my dis- being a missionary disciple isn't something I just put on. Isn't like a hat or a um, or I do sometimes. Mm-hmm. So when it permeates all of our life, we can say, "Well, I feel like." I'm not always like this Catholic-y person. Right. I know it from my sin, and I know it from, you know, when I have too many Oreos last <laughs> night. or You know, I, I do something where I'm like, that's my lesser. That's not the, the person I really want to mm-hmm. be or know who I am or, or when I'm impatient with my children or, or things like that. So to be a lifelong Catholic missionary disciple through God's love is something that involves, of course, a prayer life and a relationship with God, which is deeply a spiritual reality. And mm-hmm. there's spiritual directors, retreats, prayer, but what are those human aspects? Because God made us flesh and blood. He made us human beings, right? Mm-hmm. With a spirit and a body and a psychology. And we're affected by one another. And there's effects in our bodilyness from the fall. Like, what about all of that? Is our godliness right. only that spiritual peace and that better part of me when I'm the best version of myself? Or, or does it also involve um, those moments and places that I keep hidden from others or from mm. myself? Like what are those aspects that are really areas that um, deserve the loving presence of God mm-hmm. through prayer? Absolutely, but through the the wisdom in the discipline of the sciences that God's given us in the world to understand what is it about our human nature that we can bring into full flourishing.
0: Right. So what you're, what I'm getting from you is that we have to find a way around our obstacles that keep yeah. us from doing those things. Yeah. So how? Um, how does the Lord Center, how are you there even as an intern? Mm-hmm. Um, how are you helping people do that? Like Great what question. What is the thing? Yeah,
2: Great question. The Lord Center is, is discovering um, concrete ways that it wants to integrate mm-hmm. faith into practice. And there's a lot of ways you can. One-on-one meeting with a counselor, you can talk about the power of God in your mm-hmm. life, of course. But through um, retreats, we'll participate in the healing retreat this coming weekend, all of the programming, or this coming weekend, I'm sorry, in October, in the fourteenth, fifteenth, down at Broomtree, mm-hmm. in October, um, or through any of our programming, like our grief um, group programming called Held, that's deeply involves oh, yeah. the power of the Lord in our life uh, and places of grief and grieving, mm-hmm. of understanding mm-hmm. what our lives are pointed toward, where our beloved ones have gone. Um, how can we allow ourselves that space? to really grieve deeply Mm -hmm. and have the appropriate anger and loss and process those things in a healthy way from the eyes of faith. you know. Sometimes we can feel, I'm angry at God. Um, That's got to be a sin, and it's not necessarily a sin. That felt sense of passion in itself, a decision against God or a judgment on God could be sinful to say he's not good, Mm -hmm. he's not powerful, he doesn't care. But those experiences of grief and loss, that it shouldn't be this way, we shouldn't be separated, God Mm -hmm. says, yes, I agree. I agree. I didn't make you for death. Mm -hmm. Sin brought that in. Mm -hmm. I didn't make you for separation, you know? So anyway, so there's a number of programming opportunities that are available to wider audiences. One specifically coming up that I'm super excited about, Renee, if I could jump to it, is a God who knocks. So I know a lot of folks think, well, I don't, I don't need a counselor. I don't go to counseling. Mm -hmm. That's, that's always in
0: my head. It's like, no, I haven't had anybody pass away recently. Right. I'm mostly happily married. I wink at her because, of course, I love my husband dearly. But there's, you're, you're married. There's always stuff, you yes, know? Yes, human beings. So you think, oh, I'm okay. But I know what? I really yell at people a lot when I'm in my car. <laughs> there's yes. little things like that that I think we can do better. And that's what you're getting at with this. And we this. call
2: them triggers. That's like yeah. exactly right, Renee. We call them triggers. And we're like, I get inordinately reactionary about mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Or there's an area of my life I feel deeply insecure about. Mm-hmm. Or why, when I go to prayer, do I always just feel sad when I sit in kind of oh. this intimacy? What, Why is there some forlornness? Maybe the goodness of God is not for me. Just areas in our own hearts or more concretely, like, why do I get so triggered by people when we're driving? What mm-hmm. is this about inside? Mm-hmm. So this um, A God Who Knocks is a program for absolutely the average everybody. Just from the nature of sin in the world, we have consequences or effects of how we've been harmed, how love has been withheld from us or hurt, that that these are real areas of wound and hurt that if we don't take a minute, hot second, you know, to sit and say, where are those areas and how can I let God more deeply into those areas to free me to flourish? Mm-hmm. I was thinking of the diocesan vision. Um, and the imagery that's posted with it mm-hmm. is like this gaggle of young, healthy, happy people, like right, yep. rough housing, <laughs> like they just play touch football or something. <laughs> right. It's so like full flourishing yep. and it makes you think, that's what I want. And that that type of like communication, you're a marketing, yep. like, that vision before people's eyes is critical. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's good to look at something like that and say, okay, flourishing, what is that word? What does it mean? Do I feel like I measure up to that? Right. What are the areas that it sheds? Where are my little shadows? So the program is going to be Tuesday night, 6 to 8 p.m. starting on the 1st of November. I think that's a Mm -hmm. Tuesday. Mm, And go for just four weeks and talk about that. What are the effects of original sin in the world and in my life personally? Mm -hmm. How do I forgive? How do I suffer? How do I know Lord's resurrection in those areas? And what does that full flourishing moving forward look like for me? Right. So it's just an incredibly neat wide net program for the Lord Center to meet so many diverse needs. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and, and it's an opportunity to work on your flourishing without necessarily having to feel that mm, I, I'm going to go to counseling thing. If that's yes. if that's something that really is as difficult for you and bothers you for some reason, this is a good way to kind of get your foot into the pool
2: Amen. of human
0: flourishing without, you know, that maybe some people might feel like that's a stigma, which it shouldn't.
2: That's excellent. Yeah, and for some people, it's very valid. You can yeah. say, "I don't need counseling," and you probably don't need counseling. Right. But how do we say there are my own personal sin? I go to confession regularly. Like this does weaken my will. It darkens, mm-hmm. you know, um, the effects of original sin. It darkens our understanding on our free. So what ways can I go and be proactive against that in right. a way that continues to build and right. free me, really, yeah. from any shackles that are there yeah. or any unknown parts of myself that I'd rather just kind of dust under the rug and power <laughs> yeah. through, you know? So yeah. exactly. Maybe you don't need counseling. Great. A God who knocks is a wonderful—it's interesting, too, because if there are, there's family or friends in your life or you minister in some way formally in your church, mm-hmm. it's a great resource to come and receive yourself oh, sure. to give you perspective on how you're— Um, seeing others, and and meeting their needs in your ministry. Mm -hmm. So it's it's really, again, a wide net that really welcomes individuals to come and come to know themselves with the Lord. Yeah. Where is that held? That's going to be held here at the Chancery offices. So it's held through the Lord's Center. We're using a few Mm -hmm. of the facilities within the Chancery building, Mm -hmm. owned by the St. Joseph Cathedral here, right? So we'll use some of the classrooms. There'll be some smaller group work and things like that. Okay. Okay.
0: mm -hmm. If you just joined us, we're talking to Allison Connemac uh, about— some of her some of the things going on at the Lord Center and how they um, help us uh, live the vision of the diocese um okay so we talked about obstacles a bit um so how do we invite God into those obstacles and I don't think you really talked about that quite yet so how do whenever we have an obstacle in our life maybe maybe it's a grief mm-hmm. thing
2: that that we've been really hanging on to how do we invite God into that By exactly those words to recognize it, first of all, Mm -hmm. to say there's something here. I don't know what it is, Lord, but you know what it is. And you know how much I can handle to hear about Mm -hmm. where this comes from. Is there anything you want me to understand about this? I had a friend actually giving me an example of a time she just felt ashamed of something that happened in her life and it would bug her anytime that memory came back. And she said, during just a normal course of her day, every now and then, if that came back and you felt that kind of that overwhelming, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. I just feel, you know, you kind of get that filled with shame. Mm-hmm. She would just say, Jesus, what? Speak truth into this. Mm-hmm. And slowly over the course of just asking him into that, she, I said, you know, did you sit down and actually pray in, intentionally about that? She, Never. She, just as it came up. Right. She would invite God in that moment, climbing in her car. On her daily jog, wherever she was, when it came up, to invite God to share some things. And he began to. He began to bring it it removed um the shameful experience. It created the sense of um I'm with someone I love when I remember this. I remember that I'm not, um, I don't have to be right all the time. Right. There's there's a healing experience when we encounter God and his love that reminds us I'm not the measure or the sum oh. of my weaknesses and failures. Yeah. But the father's Father is great love for us. a John Paul II quote. Yeah. You know. So that that's a way in the moment mm-hmm. to invite God in. Mm-hmm. And he will. It's it's amazing how often he will start to share uh maybe where those came from or mm-hmm. where I learned I can't be wrong. I mm-hmm. can't you be wrong. Right. We are, right. you know, but it is triggering something very tender in our hearts, you know. Right. It's not a little thing. It is right. I think sacred. too often
0: we tend to brush those things aside or you have that feeling and then you're like, Oh, I need to bury
2: that. Totally. And yeah.
0: that's really not a good thing to do, is it's it? It's not
2: acceptable. It's right. it's not I'm not accepted when I'm wrong oh, and yeah. unstable. It it takes away all my credibility. It's not an adult thing. You know, it's something mm-hmm. I want to fix. So I'm going to push it away over mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. You know, but if we bring it to the Lord, especially in our intentional times of prayer, mm-hmm. um <laughs> and, and also in the moment those things come up to invite God into that. And so for each individual person, for someone like my friend, she didn't have she didn't do anything different besides begin to invite the Lord mm-hmm. in. And he began to take that knot and pang and it stopped coming back. Wow. And she felt the closeness of God and she felt she knew his forgiveness and his love. It gave her more compassion for herself. It relieved her of that, like you know how you get irritable when you feel ashamed yes. and upset? Yes, of course. <laughs> it relieved her of that interaction with <laughs> yep. others. So um yeah, it's just—it's it's such a—but you can bring it into intentional times of prayer. There's a lot of concrete things, like you could do journal about it. Oh, yeah. Um, you can seek out someone to pray with you into that.
0: That um, is something that yeah. I think—I wish more Catholics would actually use that. Um, uh, one of the girls who works here in the chancery, uh, Audrey Anderson, uh, has—since I've been here—and um, and at first I resisted her greatly— <laughs> <laughs> she was like, side. should we pray about this? Do you want to pray together? And I'm always like, no way. No, you can leave now. <laughs> you know, that's a little too that
2: much.
0: Is, for that was me. just yeah, it was just not the thing for me. It's not safe. But um, right, right. But as I allowed her to do that, uh, that actually changed that that helped me a lot. And so now I like go to her. I'm running over there, Audrey, will you pray with me? And and before yes. that just wouldn't have even happened. So it does I think that's something we as Catholics Mm -hmm. need to do more of don't you think
2: that's a phenomenal example that's a phenomenal example Renee exactly yeah it's a tool it's not just a tool it's a reality that we live in yeah you know that we can we step into that relationship with the Lord and remember he's absolutely present right now he wants to be a part and then it brings us I don't know about you but it really does I can almost physically and emotionally feel the presence of God differently in that moment. Yes. Even if anxiety is not completely gone or the anxiousness just reminds me, it's like, it recalibrates you. Yeah. You know, to who's, who's in charge and that I'm
0: loved. Well, and like you're in, you're in community in that moment with someone else. And I'm, I mean, I don't know what the verse is and what gospel it's from, but where two or three are gathered, right. there he is.
2: Amen. So, you, can uh, <laughs> <What's that? laughs> you can ask Dr. Chris about that <laughs> right. what so, verse. What's that? You can ask Dr. Chris about what verse that. What, what is verse was
0: that? I am, I'm not good at that part, but <laughs> I can neither. rattle a few off here and there. <laughs> Me
2: neither.
0: Um, okay, so you already talked about a God who knocks. Um, when you're talking about these kinds of experiences, we have frustration, anger, sadness. Um, when we're triggered— Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some ways we can integrate experiences. You had mm-hmm. talked about some things like that. Can you kind of expand on that a little bit more?
2: Um, when we're triggered by something mm-hmm. or notice any sort of disruption or disturbance, one of the greatest first steps is just to listen. What is that saying? Mm-hmm. What are the words of that trigger? What is it saying? Is it saying words like you're not good enough or oh, okay. I don't feel able to handle this or I'm afraid. Okay. Okay. Okay why am I afraid? What is beneath that fear to slowly listen to what is your heart actually experiencing mm-hmm. versus the kind of lockup that a trigger sure. yep. hits. Um, and again, remind me of your question, Renee, what was further on some tools? Cause understanding what's being said there is what you can then say, ah, I hear, and I know yeah. what I, am I afraid? Am I angry? Am I sad? Honestly, do I just need to have a good sandwich? and? <laughs> Get out of the stupor. Uh, Yeah, Um, but uh, but then to be able to take that to the Lord Mm -hmm. or even ask the Lord, and it's it's not in the process is not immediate always. The Lord can absolutely step in and bring just like He does, and we we've seen He even to this day in His lifetime to this day He can do physical miracles in people's lives. Absolutely, Mm -hmm. make the blind see, the Mm -hmm. lame walk, etc. He doesn't do it for everybody. He has right. a plan. So sometimes, even in our daily, in our when we're going through our triggers, he might step in and bring direct and quick healing. He might ask us to walk longer mm-hmm. in this experience and come to understand where it came from more deeply. Because he's going to, you know, he has a reason for the ways that he helps us mm, yes. come to healing. But it's always to recognize what's going on, yeah, to listen deeply to it, and then um, Father Scott will t- teaches a lot in. Um, our uh, Tuesday night missionary course, he yep. talks about acknowledge what you're experiencing with the Lord, this these, these oh. uh, acronym of prayer. Acknowledge what's going on within your heart. Mm-hmm. Relate it to the Lord. Receive what the Lord has to say about it. And then respond, meaning respond in your life with, now I have some new encounter with the Lord. Now I have some new understanding, and this is what it's going to look like in my life moving forward, kind of yeah. like a resolution or an action oh, sure. or yeah. direction. yeah.
0: Um, and all of these things, then, when we start to flourish better as humans, mm-hmm. we can be better missionary disciples.
1: Because while we can
0: always be missionary disciples, we can be we can do it better yes. if we're in a better place with ourselves, with God, with the people around us.
2: Yep, you so. can train on um, apologetics. You can train yeah. someone how to do something, mm-hmm. but unless you've been evangelized by the Lord, you've allowed Him into your heart and your mind, and shared your life with him and encountered him in response to that sincere openness of heart to the Mm -hmm. Lord in prayer that, and you will encounter him. you come to him sincerely in prayer and you will experience, hear him, uh, receive him. When he, when you experience that, you're able to move in your thinking and your teaching and your activity from a place that knows the Lord and Mm -hmm. not just has learned things. And, Mm -hmm. you know, he really does want to know us. Yeah. Yeah. You need both. Both, both, both the knowledge and
0: that relationship. That's why I'm going so. to school.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I hear, Amen, Renee. Yes. Amen. Okay,
0: uh, we are out of time, but real quick again. Yes. When does a God who knocks begin? November, November 1st? It's
2: the four Tuesdays in November, okay. starting November first to November twenty-second. Okay. Okay, and they can how can they get information about this? They can hop on the diocesan website and click the link for Catholic Family Services or the Lord, the Lord Center. Center. Oh, excuse my. me. <laughs> I know. Strike that. The Lord Center. Um and there's registration there's a registration link there. You can call okay. the Lord Center phone number as well. Yep. That can be googled um for access to that.
0: So. Yeah, and if you haven't already, um the Lord Center does have their own Facebook page. Uh yes. is it is the handle just the Lord Center? I I think it is. If you search it, you'll find Mm -hmm. it. But they do have their own Facebook page that they're kind of just getting off the ground. So go follow them, so you'll you'll know what's happening, uh, what things they're offering, and um, they're going to be putting up just all kinds of different things to help you flourish as a human, as a as a child of God. All right, thanks a lot for being here, Allison. Thanks for having me, Renee. Love it. All right, Uh, you can always find us at sfcatholic.org, the diocesan website. If you're looking for mass times. Uh, Sunday TV Mass, any of those things. Thanks for joining us today. Hope you'll join us again next week for more Catholic Views.